Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Jordan Heath-Rawlings, host of The Big Story, Canada's longest-running daily news podcast. For six years now, we've been telling one story a day, every one of them about something that matters to Canadians. This spring, though... We're going deeper. The Big Story presents Pay Dirt, the inside story of Ontario's Greenbelt scandal. From political games to stag and doe parties, endangered species, RCMP investigations, and Las Vegas massages, you will hear the full story straight from the people who broke it. The Big Story presents Pay Dirt. New episodes every Monday starting April 22nd, and you can get them all by following The Big Story wherever you get your podcasts. Find your frequency. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a science here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about white noise machines. Do they actually help you sleep? Are they bogus? Greg loves them. Mitch hates them. We'll be fighting. <laughs> to start, we're going to talk about why primates and humans masturbate and also if your dog is in fact looking at you with a guilty look. A guilty look? Okay, I kind of just did the... I kind of did your yeah, announcer voice. radio voice. <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it too. Yeah, it's just like reading us well not that you're reading a script but it's like no but i went there i was 680 news i was you um, know there's traffic on the 404 right now <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a really good impression um for those who don't know 680 is the like toronto i don't know i guess what is toronto. it it's like where you would go to listen to the news and traffic every like 15 minutes like they just repeat things over and over so if you're like ne- I, I don't know. I wake up to 680 News and then I get like a little spritz of the news. And they and they uh, they yell it. They yell it. Whereas CBC sort of like like calmly yeah. lets you know with a nuanced perspective. Whereas they are like the wildfires are burning yeah. in Quebec. <laughs> and if you look at their window, there will be a little bit of a haze. But don't you worry because by 1 p.m. it will be going away. and You can get ready for the patio season. Wow. You're really good at that. I also realized I really don't. Maybe all news stations are like this, but every morning I wake up, it's like three more people have been murdered in the greater Toronto area. Like that's what, what? the news is every single morning. It's always something scary and bad. And I'm like, this is not a good oh, yeah. way to well, wake up. That is. That's what the yeah, news no, is. No, that's a bad right? way to wake up. We're talking about falling asleep today, but that is a bad way to wake up. And the news is that. The news is just everything like what's bad the bad thing because that's happened today. I mean, Listen to our earlier episodes where we talk about this. It's because that's what people are yeah. more likely to, yeah, like grip onto and listen and tune in for. Yeah, you get more clicks if you're saying bad things than being like, "It's a gorgeous day in Toronto." Yeah. Um. Okay. So before we get into what we learned this week, we're going to talk about something a little related, which is that Mitch and I stayed up till three a.m. Oh my god! <laughs> he got in from a work trip. My flight was delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. So then, by the time I was home, it was three a.m. And truly, it messed us so hard. Like, so sleep. <laughs> I lost my wallet, <laughs> which I, you didn't. I just found. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I like put my wallet but misplaced. It. I put my wallet in a drawer, and then Mitch found it. But I was like, it's gone. Um. 
I had the worst day of my life. We both that, cried. I, but that's the, we cried. <laughs> I had an amazing therapy session. She was like, you're broken. I was like, I was up to I cried for nothing. I was just like, I'm just so, it's like I was unstable. Yeah. And then there were so many things. Oh, I gave the finger on my bike like 14 no. times. Yeah, because it was like. I've never done that. It was just like. My finger was just flipping out, like because it was just like it was like a person just like walking in the bike lane, and like on any other day, I'd like swerve around and be like, "See you, gorgeous pants." But on that day, I was like, "Finger!" And then like a car doing something, like hitting the car, like finger, and just being like, and it was like, "Wait, no, this is like." I just picture someone like recognizing you on a bike and seeing that happening and being like, "Wow, some science is fucked." Um, so many bad, like there were other things. Now I can't even remember because I was so truly moments dead. ago. Your shorts were on backwards. They still are. <laughs> I think it might be a Luke. Matt guy, I call me. <laughs> um, but if we're like, really, I feel slow today too. Yeah. Like, even though it was now not last night, but the night before I'm still recovering. <laughs> then even yesterday it was like crack open a bottle of wine Yeah, and we, we're ordering junk food because we had a bad sleep. It's like, we need to relax. Well, it felt like, you know, you're more prone to do those kinds of things when you're sleep deprived. Anyway, yeah, in we'll get and you were it. like, yeah, if today's bad. Why not try like making it good with food and alcohol? There was something. Whatever. It anyway, was, we're sleeping. Anyways, we're. Um, but I saw my cousin who's a mom and she, like with of young kids and I like mentioned I was tired and then I kind of was like, wait, <laughs> I feel embarrassed. But at least thing. when you're a parent, you have this gorgeous task of bringing yeah. life and the most important thing into this world whereas we're just like two single gay guys who just like are single like, oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean by do single i mean we are? <laughs> have you heard of dink double income no kids i've never heard of that i've we're, heard of we're like, dink we're dink, we're dink and no then kids. so when we're sad and tired it's like existential it's like there's no reason to live but i feel like when wow. you're a parent you're like there is a reason to live and it's my offspring yeah. Whereas all we have is Ernie. Let's get into my dog, <laughs> my dog study. Okay. Oh, what did we learn this week? So I like this study because it's kind of tricky, tricky on the person. And so it's all about, the reason I chose it is because I just left my house and Ernie looks out the back door as you like get on the bike. Stairs, and I yeah, always am like, so in his head, he's like, they're leaving me forever. And there's nothing that's to live for and I'll, i put so much into it but i'm like he is actually just kind of looking and i'm sure he's like thank god that loud gay man's gone i can sleep like there are there is right. a world he's where he's like, actually like uh looking at me like and the, making sure he's like is he gone yeah he's, is he gone? he's gone it's like okay i can finally rest or like it but i look at him and he's like so this sad is so, and... i literally called him I was like do i bring ernie do yeah. i bring ernie because it's just like it pains me yes so then I found this study, but it's actually not about that look. It's about the guilty look when they quote, like get in have, trouble. quote have done something wrong. Okay. I think you might even know this, but they did a new one. Okay. So what, <laughs> so what they did is they like, yeah, got, like they asked the owners to, okay, while the owners were away, so it was like with owners and their dogs, some dogs were given a forbidden treat while some dogs weren't. Forbidden, like just left on the counter, like or something? a like a yummy yummy treat that like the owner is like walks like away and like the scientists put down the treat. Okay. Then the owners come back in and but the treat is like it's kind of like on the ground. The whole theory is that the dog shouldn't just like eat it. Okay. So, however, some owners were told that the dog had eaten the treat even when they hadn't, and the owners were asked to come back and through it and told whether like you know that they had left it or eaten it. Okay. And depending on what the owners were told is when impacted they the dog like, or their perception of their perception of a guilty look of the dog. Huh. Okay. So they found that they showed the same amount of guilty look, whether the, the dog ate the food or not. What changed was the rate of was like the way the owners perceived when they were told the dog ate the forbidden right. tree. And it's literally just being so like, you're just like projecting guilt onto your dog because you think they did something. Yes. They and have. like also they're saying it doesn't mean they can't feel guilty. But a lot of the time the guilt is coming from your anger or yeah. your, the way your tone is being like you ate like they were like they yeah. probably came back in and were like the dog ate the treat. And they're like, oh, come on. Rover. Yeah, that makes sense. Like even I feel like that's what I would have sort of thought is that the dog's reading your body language. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're like, maybe there are times when the dog knows before you even say anything, but I feel like at any given moment I could go, oh, Ernie, what did you do? And he would start to look like yeah. really guilty and like confused and like scared. Oh my God. Not that's scared, so but you know what sad. I mean? That kind of like, oh, like so sad. Cause they can read your body language yeah. more than it. versus like, if I was like, what did you do? He'd just like be excited and happy. You know? And he's so like, 
it's like he is dumb enough that if you're like, what did you do? He'd be like, I did something. I wanted. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, he'd be like, I forget. Memory. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably did it, but I don't know what. So they're like, it's just owners misinterpreting their pet's behavior by attributing human emotions to the actions of their dogs. Okay. Which I just like because it's, sometimes it's like humans think the dogs are the simple ones, but really yeah, it's humans like they're are pretty tricking simple. themselves into something that, yeah. Into thinking the dog is guilty. Yeah, because I feel like a dog doesn't really understand what's right and what's wrong in the context of like food. It's like, if it does, it's Lassie and give it a show. <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. It's like, you know who else doesn't know that? Humans. Yeah. And kids and stuff. Like when they're doing, when they're like playing with a paint you know you come and see those videos of them like putting paint all over the walls and stuff and then the parents are like oh my god my whole house is ruined it's like <laughs> the kid has no idea there's videos where oh. kids like break into stuff or it's like a, a young toddler that got a, a can of paint open and like literally like destroyed a room by putting paint everywhere <laughs> i remember i got in so this much trouble once because i took baseball bats to my mom's roses <laughs> what because i was like Aww. i was playing like an imaginary game where like the roses were supposed to be like captain hook yeah. and like went with my friend and she got so <laughs> mad and i just like i think it stuck out to me because the I think roses I, were supposed to be captain like, hook it was something weird like that it was like there was like weird <laughs> seeds that were like Captain like Hook. and I'm just blaming them. I'm like, didn't have video games, so this is what we did. <laughs> but it was it, it was just one of those things where I remember getting in so much trouble and actually being like, I don't like, like think about your kid. You're learning that it's bad. Your it's, garden you know it was bad. It's like yeah. you'd obviously be like, you're in so much trouble. Yeah. But I remember like this feeling of like, wait, what? Like, like having and to it's realize like, and getting it in is. so much trouble and kind of actually being like, what did I do? To be honest, I, like yeah, as if it wasn't so sad, I the feeling and sensation of hitting a baseball bat into a flower and the head of the flower going flying would be satisfying. Okay, so you're a psychopath. <laughs> no, no, I'm you kidding. Think? I'm kidding. Like, it's like a t-ball on a thing. Like, when you hit something and it goes flying, it's kind of like satisfying. Yeah. Like, when there's dandelions and you kick them. Do you ever do that? What? Like, because dandelions no one cares about. So if you have, like, I don't know. What? Sometimes if there's, I'm walking through a field and there's dandelions, it's, like, satisfying to, like, kick oh, them like off. Oh, like, kick the... The like yellow part or the fluff? or the flower the fluffier because you can actually get it. The, the fluff is so unsatisfying. Or the yellow one, kicking actually, the yellow yeah. pop. Oh yeah, you know when you put them in your hand, you go. Yeah, and there's you pop something that feeling that is satisfying. So I'm just I was trying to defend your young self, being probably like this actually feels fun. Yeah, and I also dragged a friend into it who also got in so much trouble. Anyway, it just was reminding me of like sometimes you don't know what's right or wrong, and dogs never do. Okay, your turn. Mine's about masturbation. And the big question... Never done it. <laughs> the big question is, why do humans and primates masturbate at all? Okay, there's your 680 voice. It came out. At all. Off. Okay. No, no, but why? It, it, was, it was good. It was like, and why do the dogs... <laughs> not dogs, what? Humans, humans and, and primates. primates. Why do we masturbate? Um, because it's fun. It's, but it seems like a waste of energy and of reproductive resources. So it's like, oh. why, why put this energy into like, in That's the case of a male, like make sperm, expend energy just to feel good when it doesn't have like a specific payoff yeah. that's evolutionarily advantageous. That's seemingly. true. Um, so a study came out that was looking into this. That's a good one. Basically, they started, they were looking at like what modern primates do masturbate. They like was sent all these surveys. They looked at all these studies to figure out like, are there primates that don't? And they ultimately figured out that masturbation started around 40 million years ago, at least. Whoa. They don't know exactly when it started, but they know then there's evidence of like of primates. primates. And that is around the time that the ancestors of monkeys and apes like split off from bug-eyed monkeys that lived in Southeast Asia. So there's, there's like a division of species that I guess those primates shit. like don't really masturbate. And so they've like feel like around that time, there must've been some selective pressure that Whoa. brought them to this. Um, so ultimately the conclusion of the study was twofold. It was one that masturbation can make male sperm sort of like more fresh, like in the sense that you're like getting rid of the old, bringing in the new, right? Cause okay, that seems so basic, but is that true? That's awesome. Well, because a lot, <laughs> a, it was like, these species you could ha have sex with multiple partners and could have sex at any moment sort of thing so it's like to on the cuff be like more 
fertile is like maybe advantageous. And then also this idea that you're potentially purging pathogens from your reproductive tract by like literally like interesting pathogens. Um, eh? Yeah. Like disease. Cause like think of like sexually transmitted diseases wow. and that by like, I guess keeping, cause I'm like, why wouldn't like urine do that on a regular basis? I know. Pee system? after sex y'all. Yeah. Um, Jerk off right yeah, after Yeah. There are like sex. some <laughs> monkeys <laughs> masturbate after sex. Whoa. For I was that kidding, reason but no. to like keep, to like literally like make sure that that's don't a get really STI. insane act to be like, have like yeah. great sex and then be like, okay, BRB. and be right back. I'm just gonna go masturbate. Um, like trying so hard because you've just like <laughs> you're like can't. Yeah, you're like oh my you're god. Like, yeah. Uh, but the sad thing is like they couldn't make many conclusions about females because there's so little evidence and research on it. Like, a obviously it's harder to understand. Like a female doesn't have an erection, so it's harder to see and to clock when a female is masturbating. I guess. It's also just so science like male dominated field to be like we know a lot about like male. Yeah, masturbation, masturbation or people yeah. with penis masturbation but like you know what i mean like yeah i don't want to say it. it's like it's definitely because it's understudied because like yeah the, men are just like the lead researcher was like i do believe we'd find a similar result but we didn't have enough data to work with to come to any conclusions it didn't it didn't track with what they were seeing in like male primates so anyway but those are also weird like evolutionary biologist theories when really it's like at this point like it is fun for anyone whether you have a vagina oh, or a penis. Yeah, you know like, what I mean? Like, but no, but the question is, why would we... <coughs> like, if, if other... Some primates don't. So oh, it's like, uh, yeah, what, okay. why did it evolve is the question. Like, it's not yeah. it's not the question of why do we do it. Like, people do it because it feels good. But, like, why, why does it feel good in a way that we want to masturbate instead of having sex? Wait, what was the... Path, it's the pathogen release. What was the other reason? Like, keeping sperm turnover fresh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so my sperm was used to make a baby insane. And the when I had to masturbate to make the semen to make the baby again insane sentence, <laughs> it was like you weren't supposed for to. For people who don't know, like it's not for our baby. Oh no, not like for as our a baby. donor. We would have chalked about that. <laughs> um, but uh, you had to not masturbate for. We should do an episode on this. Mm. How would you call that? masturbating for a baby like what is the episode <laughs> okay, but it was like but it definitely was definitely not that okay but what, what is it it was so interesting sperm donation yeah sperm okay. donation i'm writing down because it was like you weren't allowed to masturbate three days before mm. but then they would tell me these like interesting things being like if you've had like marijuana, it's like not necessarily good for your sperm or like had a lot of alcohol. So there were like, there were like weird times leading up where I was like, <laughs> okay, wait, I drank on Saturday. I need to like come out this like alcohol <laughs> sperm. Like it was like, I was thinking about it in this like insane, I don't know how scientific it was, but yeah. based on what they'd said, it was like, okay, I've been sober yeah, and it's been four days and that like the reproductive turnover. It's like, now I should come for a baby. <laughs> but I'm like, I, okay, I'm writing this down as an idea because it's sort of like, is that even how it works? But this is a yeah. little bit like that, saying like maybe. you're trying to get rid of sperm constantly because maybe it is. Yeah, bad. but I mean, some sperm in you can have been developed like a month ago. You know what I mean? It's not like it came yesterday necessarily. But yeah, I think it's just the turnover to make sure that the sperm you're using is the most like recent as opposed to like older sperm. Also, sperm donation, great episode because it's like, I. There's so many weird things about being a sperm donor that are like really scientific and I'm a geriatric sperm donor, I think, in by <laughs> definition. All right. Shall we take a break and move on? Yeah. To What's our episode about? Oh, oh my God. I, someone <laughs> didn't sleep a little bit two nights ago. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com ACAST. 
That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. We're talking about white noise. Um, and this has come up because Greg and I are on polar opposite sides of the spectrum. I'm a dirt dude. <laughs> Specifically white noise for sleep, because obviously white noise in the context of everyday life can be different, but it's become extremely popular. There's a lot of really popular apps that people use that are white noise, which could just be like static noise, but it can also now more generally refer to like ocean sounds and just like the humming to, to either distract you or feel like you can't hear anything else. So um, white noise is... Contains like a bunch of frequencies mashed together. Okay. But then there is brown and pink noise. Think okay? of it like a static, like, like yeah, but but, but brown and pink noises sound static too. Okay. But it's bassier. Okay. So there's I'm a connoisseur. I'm a connoisseur <laughs> of these noises. So there's like different frequencies. There's lower frequencies added into pink noise and even lower frequencies added into frequencies. Brown noise. You will not hit the brown. Oh, note. you should do brown noise, Greg Brown. Yeah, <laughs> but also like you know, there's the brown note, which is like apparently a note that's so low that you shit. Have you ever no. heard that? Should we do an episode on the brown note? <laughs> <laughs> that's not real. Um. Okay, so it's it's not real. I I read a I read a study where they're trying to figure finished. it out, but there are like obviously like bass notes that can like affect you like your internal organs and like vibrate them, and I'm sure maybe at some point in history someone hit. Got hit with the brown note and maybe shit. I'm just picturing like a person singing it, but it's got to be like a machine that's making this noise, right? Like, yeah, it's like, oh. and like I'm just, I just want, I just, I believe that at some point a note was hit with such a frequency that someone did shit themselves. But that's not what we're talking about today. But there is brown noise, which is the <laughs> basiest, and to, according to some, the most soothing. When they actually like, they did a study about people with like white, pink, and brown, and just like yeah. preference, and people chose. Okay, brown. and as far as I, I didn't look so specifically into <coughs> this, but between them, I had seen like something like pink noise and brown noise. They have frequencies like spread out by octave distances, but they like are diminishing in volume at those different octaves. Huh, okay, well, so Some you're a connoisseur. No, I had just like read it, but I didn't write it down because I'm an idiot. Um, and I don't care. I don't even know what you, shit. I don't even know what, like what you said. It's like, okay, cool. Like I don't even get what you said. Well, like picture like a frequency. But I don't instance. know music. You I'm do. I'm going to explain it. I'm yelling. I'm going to explain it. If you have like a note, do you know those? Have you ever seen those little like not tongs? I like know what a note is. Pieces of metal that you ding oh. and it'll be like, that's a C. And what's happening is like this middle C frequency what? is like um, vibrating the loudest, but then it also comes around and there's a C that's like lower that it ends up. How do I describe this? Like frequencies are, are correlate to like number waves, right? I'm like going cross-eyed and going to pass out. and I, But I believe you. Like, for example, like, it, I don't know the actual note, but electronics in North America run in a certain frequency. And so sometimes if you can hear them, you can go like, and you'll be like that. Okay, that's this note. Because the frequency of the wave is like, um, what do you say? Not rotating, but like vibrating at a specific frequency and that correlates to a note. So what is your point? About My point brown was note? about brown noise is like it will have a, the loudest frequency will be in the center, but if you go an octave higher or an octave lower, it's a little quieter. And you go an octave so higher it goes or an octave lower. lower, it's a little quieter. There's like some variation of that in brown and pink noise. But not Whereas white. I think white noise is just like all frequencies all at once. Wow. Yeah, it is. And it's like, there's not like, actually because the human ear is particularly sensitive to high frequency is like why people like pink and brown noise more. Mm. Cause there are more high frequencies in the white noise. Mm. That so maybe that's my much. first issue. I should do pink and brown noise with you. Okay, okay, well, let's you, talk anecdotally a little bit by Mitch, our own experience. Mitch is, Mitch is mean to me what? about my white noise. I just want to have it think? on <laughs> so I can sleep <laughs> and you are like so like against it. And we will talk about the science of if it even works. We will get there. But for me, I want it right now. And I don't. So why should your needs of bringing something external into our room per, like get to trump my need of but desiring quiet? But why does your need <laughs> get to trump my because need? Because mine is natural. You fall asleep so fast. You're and less you're, fast with like... Okay, so you fall night. asleep in three... And then with white noise, you fall asleep in one minute. <laughs> no. So personally, I find white noise... 
especially at the beginning of sleep, it like hooks onto my brain. And I, I feel like there's so I many. I feel like it happens for two seconds and then you're, then you're I just snoring, don't like it. Snoring. No, it's overly stimulating. It's so many things. And then I'm just like, all I can hear is so many frequencies that my brain's like trying to grasp onto something. And I agree. Like, I don't and mind. And then you fall asleep. Yes, but it, <laughs> I'm more neurotic. Like when I'm in a space where there is a hum, I find it harder to fall asleep because my brain keeps going like, oh my God, that hum is like keeping me awake. Okay, short sleep onset latency <laughs> is one of the most important aspects of good sleep. A sleep onset latency less than 30 minutes is considered a good indicator of sleep. You are so safe. Yeah, I know. You I'm, fall asleep so fast. I'm just like, <laughs> you're falling asleep with under 30 minutes. Me, I have a little harder time and I want some white noise. So I feel like I should be the one who gets my <laughs> way because I'm the well, one. Well, okay. Then let's I get into the research. I sometimes take over 30 minutes. Let's get into the studies then because I have quite a bit that's going to say we don't need this. Well, I have, I have read those. I have read those. <laughs> and I also have a few that... <laughs> ah! I also have a few that... A f- a f- Owen sound... Nope. <laughs> I have a few that say that it could be helpful. Okay. Well, then why don't you go first? No, and you go first if you're so smart. Because mine's going to trump all of yours. No, like this is like the foundation <laughs> of this argument. It's like, no, you, I know you got your way. I have to leave if I want white noise from the room. Like, I know that. I think that's and pretty now reasonable. You're... Like, what if I wanted something weird in the room? Like, I try it. No, like, okay, I'm going to. Like, I'm trying what? to think like of what, what would be equivalent. If you were like, oh, there's this sleep aid that people like and babies like called white noise, I'd be like, cool, I'll try it out, babe. And if I didn't like it, I'd be like. No, because what you're doing is imposing <laughs> on me something. Imagine I made you wear something like a sleep apnea thing to bed. And I was like, that is, is not the same. It's what it feels like to that me. That is so You're hyperbolic. making me wear a sleep apnea machine. That is machine. such a lie. Okay, so anyways. <laughs> All right. Well, mine's my study is a review of 38 studies on white noise as a sleep aid. That's why I'm like, okay, is yours just one yeah, study? Mine was also a meta-analysis. Thank you very much. Actually, Continue. a review is even more better than a meta-analysis. Okay, even more better. <laughs> Maybe you need to go back to grade 12 English. <laughs> or grade 9 English. Or okay. Actually, never mind. Continue. So, this is what this review found. So, there is some evidence that continuous noise Helps people fall asleep faster. Slay. Which is what you do claim. It certainly doesn't for me. That particular study, for example, one study found that people fell asleep around 38% faster. Whoa, slay all day. However, like with almost all of the studies that purport benefits, the quality of the evidence is very low. I know. Okay, so if we're going to go there, everyone, the quality of the evidence of white, pink, and brown noise is very low. And we don't know for sure. But that was kind of promising, uh, even though it was a bad study. <laughs> I mean, and I think anecdotally, you probably agree. And, and many people do that. It helps them fall asleep faster, which if you recall, when it comes to weed and it comes to alcohol, people and sleeping pills, people say that that doesn't mean you're getting a better sleep. Okay. But if you have <laughs> insomnia or something, falling asleep faster, sometimes it's that you're anxious about sleep. And so I understand I don't have this problem. I do fall asleep really fast. So I, it's not a concern for me. That's why I feel like I can't totally disagree with you. If it helps you to fall asleep faster when you have a hard time falling asleep, that's better than not sleeping at all. In an online survey of, survey of the general population, 403 of the 651 participants, 62% said they had used sound sources at least once to help them sleep. Okay. So clearly it's something <laughs> we want to do. Continue. <laughs> okay. So... Some of those studies in this review found that it was detrimental on sleep quality in that it disrupted people's sleep while they were sleeping. Okay, so the (laughs) the hypothesis around this, like I was reading doctors who like study sleep or researchers who study sleep. Again, all of them are like, there's just not enough evidence. Here's what we think. There isn't. So the idea is like, it might be bad to have your auditory nerve be stimulated, stimulated all wow. day and all night. So it's Fair. like, if you think about it, that's an active system. A, a wave's hitting your eardrum, stimulating your eardrum, which is sending signals to your brain. And in this case, they were like, that creates metabolites, which can be harmful to the ear if that they're always on. Well, good and thing so I also what have normally earplugs happens, on. <laughs> if you're putting earplugs to put noise on, like, yeah, you are crazy. I'm um, losing it. But 
this then there's never a chance for your ear much like your brain with the denizene to like shut off certain parts clear it out regenerate and be ready okay, for fine. all this stimulation That's again valid. the next day um okay. you really the only what was it? oh the only time that these sort of like experts were recommending the use of a sleep aid that was white noise or one of the noise categories was when you a are somebody who does shift work. And so you're sleeping maybe during the day when a lot of noise is around you, or if you're in an environment where that noise is going to keep you up anyway, it's apparently really good in hospitals. Oh yeah. Uh, That I had seen that as well. That that was one of the case studies of being like, it helps people fall asleep in an environment like a hospital because you're going to hear a lot of things going on. Yeah. They actually are very effective in hospitals. The big disclaimer was like, it is not recommended for environments that that are are quiet. quiet. I know, but no, it's not quiet. In a room with you, honking, honking, snoring, snoring. <laughs> that is not true. Don't say that lie. Breathing so deep. Oh it's like, God. what are you doing? Are you constantly gasping in your nightmares? Like, what's okay, happening Okay, well, first here? of all, I do suffer from sleep apnea, so, like, you're making fun of a <laughs> chronic like condition. Of your condition. <laughs> um, but second of all, I'm, I am i don't think I'm very loud at sleep, and I think you're just neurotic. So I have, a, I have put, on an, I put on a mask. I put in my earplugs. I put on my white noise and I put on a mouth guard. So I am absolutely like a sleep freak and I got that. And I'm just like, it's kind of crazy that white noise is part of it now. And I, and I do need it. Because it's Pavlovian. I, yes. That was the thing that okay. they said was like, it, <laughs> can be that and for someone if you do have insomnia like obviously that can be a great tool if you can find something that can help you fall asleep when you're not able to but the problem becomes like you've become so attuned to white noise that i'm like when we go camping this summer are you going to bring a speaker <laughs> like i'm actually scared that i already like, as i said earlier nature, like <laughs> the whispering aspen trees blowing in the wind will be my white noise when i am in nature thank you very i will see you're gonna be like i can't sleep Mitch. i need the white noise no i'm not i sleep so well camping because you go to bed at 6 p.m or whatever <laughs> it's so tired and stark so once I found by someone named Forker, so already it's a better study than yours. Forker? F-O-R-Q-U-E-R. Like, that's like their last Forker? name. Forker? Yeah, by Forker and Johnson. It's like, <laughs> okay. okay, well, Forker slays. Yeah, it was, we judge the quality of research here <laughs> based on the names. And it actually does not help me that much. It's just that it was college students given this trial to try white noise, and they self-reported that it helped them sleep in the first week, like, they all were like, holy crap, it helps so much. But then a month in, they were like, it's actually not helping anymore. So mm-hmm. there might be some like initial, initial vibes, yeah. which is maybe where I'm at right now. Like I haven't done it for very long where you kind of, and then maybe over time it just becomes normal and you're back to your same issues. Okay. And then the other one was truly just about hospitals and how <laughs> like, but that makes so really much is helpful. Yeah, because there's You're so a, much in an environment that's not your own. It's not comfortable. But okay, we do live in a city, and I know that it's quiet in where we sleep, but it's also not perfectly quiet, and so <laughs> it does stop my brain from waking up to sometimes, you know. I would say noises. our bedroom is extremely quiet. Well, I'm talking about the front bedroom that yeah. I end up in quite often, which is a little louder. It is because it's facing the street. And there's also many a robin in the morning that can wake Yes, that in. is the only thing in the morning when I'm like, I actually hate birds. And then you put, <laughs> they're then so you put on white noise. <laughs> I don't mind it. When I, we were in Buenos Aires, you were like, Greg, put it on. I'm loving it because people there, like Buenos Aires. People are just partying all You night. need to oh. figure out like... <laughs> what is going on with your nightlife because it was insane yeah they would start partying at 2 a.m and then they'd party till and like it's 6 not like it's not like toronto where at 11 p.m a you can't have noise outside and by 2 p.m like you can't have noise in the clubs like it well i guess certain places do but it was like we could hear club music at all times at all times day. and then when we like flew it's all fun when we went we out, like but. flew into buenos aires and landed at like 6 a.m and then we drove into the city and it was just like we're so like, many people at we're bars. Like, Wait, what? It was like the sun rising and it was just like drunk people partying on the street as if it was 11 p.m. in Toronto. Mm-hmm. It was so weird. And we were like, wow, must have been a wild Tuesday in Buenos Aires. <laughs> and then we slowly went to the city and we're like, holy crap. And we white noised the hell out of that. See, that, that is different, though. That was a really noisy environment that was difficult to fall asleep in. So the white noise in that case seemed like. See, I'd rather not become accustomed to it, but use it as a tool when it's necessary. So I think that I got addicted to white noise in Buenos Aires. Thanks a lot, Argentina. (laughs) And then I have a Pavlovian response to it now, and it helps me sleep, just like my earplugs and my eye mask. You've always had a bit of a 
bad relationship to sleep though. Not bad relationship. No, it's that I am so obsessed with sleep that if I don't fall asleep and I, I'm, it does, it's hard to sleep next to you because you just are like, like out <laughs> immediately, and then that gets in my head. I'm like, what? But I think that's a chronic condition. Like they don't, they no, do say if you no, fall, I start dreaming immediately. That. Just enjoy that. Like you're always like, it means I'm too. T-. I'm like, no, just you have privilege. Just enjoy it. <laughs> but I like don't really even have that hard of a time sleeping. But I'm so because I need my sleep. If I don't get my sleep, all hell will break loose. I will lose everything that I own. I'm just like I can't deal with not sleeping so that's why i'm so crazy mm. about it but don't and you I think am annoyed that, that there's a risk that you're going to cling and and no. then rely on things that may or may not actually be helpful long term but now you associated them with sleep and now it's with, it's like i remember right <laughs> i remember in university when we were first dating the summer you started wearing your plugs because before that you were like a normal person. And then you came back and you were like, I literally cannot sleep without your plugs. If you didn't have them, you would like what, lose uh, what your mind. What was it? Did I go to Argentina or something? No, you were at camp one summer. To, like, do like as yeah, a counselor. That's because I was in a cabin with all these little <laughs> freaks. But what I'm saying is snore. since then you cannot sleep properly without your plugs. You like have yeah. a full panic attack. And I, <laughs> as a wonderful boyfriend, started packing extra earplugs. I can't wear earplugs at night, it hurts my ears. In my in my toiletries yes, for you, in case you had those moments, and I'd be like, I have some for you. <laughs> now they're all gone. I don't have them anymore because you've used all the ones that I carry with me. Well, that's why you I lose them. As that's well. why I know the science of white noise. It was very frustrating because it was like, okay, a there's not enough research. They don't know, and there is some research being like it actually maybe wakes you up, and it does like what you were saying actually not help with sleep long term but that's why I wear earplugs so that the white noise oh is just even God. that much more <laughs> like the metabolites aren't going but then what's the point no what is really crazy is that the app that I use is this like it's sort of like this like up and coming thing it's like from Sweden it's called Spotify oh and my God. <laughs> I was like I, oh you have a sleep app that you're using no it, and it's like white mm. noise and like so first things first is that if you go to the it's like a 12 hour no um like ad. break right. yeah just like, like 12 but the hours beginning though. is an ad so if I ever <laughs> go to the very beginning like at night like I've connected to my like speaker it's really loud and it'll be like hey, and I'll be like fuck like it's like so loud that in I'm the like, middle of the night I'm like wide awake I'm wide awake <laughs> so that's one bad thing the other bad thing is that sometimes because it's loading 12 hours and now I'm like you're gonna kill me. I'm like, I hope to God I'm on Wi-Fi when I'm doing this because maybe I'm Every constantly month. streaming. We have so much data on our plan, and we share a phone plan. Every month, we just got it just before this. Yeah. It's like you are almost out of data. Oh my God, maybe I'm like data streaming my white noise for 12 hours a day. Can someone tell me why Greg turns off his Wi-Fi? There's literally no, no, no one can reason tell you except that. for an airplane, and then you just hit airplane. Oh, another thing about white noise pink noise and brown noise but actually they were saying pink noise and brown noise more than white noise is similar to the sound of an air, of when you're on an airplane okay which i do kind of love you know what i mean like you know when you're on an airplane you're like life is normal and someone like talks to you and you're like what and it's like because you realize there's like this insane hum. it's like pretty loud yeah. yeah like that is an equivalent for someone who's trying to understand the noise is like an airplane noise and you can actually get right. airplane ones but i okay so what i was gonna say is that sometimes the connection faults and then the white noise goes like uh, and then it wakes me up there you go, there you go. bad bad uh, yeah i know i hate that that's when i'm like i'm calling sweden and spotify's canceled <laughs> also i was a fan family because we didn't have ac blasting our whole house like you so lucky we had this <laughs> only fans in our Whoa. <laughs> oh my. Wow, wow your family started only fans wait also what the the hell why is it called only fans like why are they only talking about oh, Craig, yeah. <laughs> oh fans as in like like your fans yeah oh and only fans God. are allowed to see I was this just picturing the spinning blades and was you like, need to what? go to sleep <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> anyways only fans in my house and that like fan hum is something i love and i feel like it's like linked to that because sometimes you can just your white noise can just be fan noises mm. And so it's like, I think maybe that's a part fair. Of it does. Yeah. Like, I love you're that like, noise. Yeah. I don't like any noise. Like I would say the biggest challenge for me is when there even is a hum. Sometimes it can like get, it get in my head. Like 
here at our office we have a bed upstairs and they're weirdly it must be near like the building's electronic box because i can always hear a hum there and it took me so long to get used to now i'm more used to it if i'm here that i like but the beginning i used to hate sleeping here because i couldn't fall asleep never heard it earplugs in white noise blast i think you also are missing a few like frequencies in your like ear hairs are burnt up and gone because i like blasted coldplay from a walkman <laughs> at like the age of six and still to this day are blasting music every day i just like yeah my ears are sensitive and i like to not hear too much uh, i don't know i like it quiet uh, also i'll say this uh, okay i know i'm losing the research was bad on that. Like, there was like there's well, a he, lot it was of white more like, noise like like companies and yeah. stuff that it's like the science isn't backing up the um claims or like claims the, the, or the, the proportion of people the, who are like yes. using it That's but what, it is helpful for babies they've said yeah, yeah. Like, pretty, i like, did see that too yeah but the the kind of like conclusion from many researchers was like, if what we were seeing was only good stuff, and and even if the evidence wasn't that good, fine. But because there's yeah, some evidence of negative stuff, it's like it's maybe not worth the risk. In case we don't know, like it may not be that bad. But there, in case the negative outweighs the positive, like why risk it? So I also think if you live in a place like right here, where the people next to us have a puppy and it barks yeah, in that's the morning, totally different. that is another reason why my white noise is amazing because it's I blast it and I don't hear any of the like. Um, you know, day starting door slamming mm-hmm. things, which isn't like, I think a lot of people do live in environments like that, that aren't perfectly yeah. quiet mm-hmm. that I think it's when it becomes more beneficial. And I Agreed. feel like that's a hard thing to study, like being like, okay, what's the impact of white noise in environments that are louder? But I mm-hmm. do think based on my research and the, the big, the biggest, like most promising research was about hospitals and mm-hmm. about loud environments and how much it helped patients sleep. I that think it's most like if you're in an environment say, like, that, like if it means you're it's not sleeping at all versus sleeping and white noise helps you sleep, that's probably better. Or but, if you're someone who even like throughout your week, maybe three nights a week are woken up by yeah. something in your building. It's still, it's actually like a good thing to think yeah. about. So that is true. And then the other advice was, and this is not promoted at all, but this was what another researcher said that an app that's something called like sleepio or sleep IO is actually more backed by sleep medicine research. Wait, what is that? It's just an app that it's, it's actually more targeted to the psychology of not being able to fall asleep. And, um, they say they actually use cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia through the app. And it's like, like it talks to you. I've never used it. So I don't really know whether it's like meditative or helps. I think it helps you come up with strategies. If you have a hard time falling asleep that are actually proven to help people like fall asleep faster and maybe not have anxiety about not falling asleep. So that was the suggestion. Like if it's maybe a better place to start improving your sleep before you add something that maybe is potentially hurting, like you might be able to focus on how can I get better sleep in the first place and fall asleep faster. And then if I'm still in an environment that's like waking me up through the night, then maybe, maybe white noise can be useful. One study I read talked about sleep aids and it said to go through your next day's plan slowly of the whole day. while you're in bed. Yeah. Hmm. Like it was like you start in the morning and later like you slowly go through like waking up mm-hmm. having a shower, like the things that you know yeah. you're going to do. I was like, that wouldn't work if you had like an exam and it's like, Oh, like it's go think stressful. about like, yeah. but it's like, I think on most days, what do you normally do when you're going? <clears> to I do that now. But before that, like what would be your typical wait when I like, there's your, also the thing from the, the thing from your, from your, um, video where you breathe in and picture mm. your toes and then breathe out and picture like your, slowly, and like slowly relax your, everything. Yeah, I do that. But like, what, I just daydream. I just like, I'm like, what am I going to think about? Because that's what my first dream will probably be, even though it's not. But sometimes I daydream and it becomes like my daydream dream. about what? Like anything? Whatever I feel like. I'm like, what do I want to think about today? Is it literally? How are you falling asleep? That's so active. Because I, then I start imagine it becomes a dream. Like I'm imagining a scenario that literally becomes so detailed that it's like a dream. Does that make sense? Like that, yeah. act, and I'm sure a lot of times I just do fall asleep, but I actually feel like if I'm imagining a scenario, I get to a point where that scenario actually becomes passive and starts like living on its own. Life. So then it's not like you're thinking about, I don't know if that that's that exciting. Cause sometimes I'll well, be sometimes. like, what would you have done if you were on the Rosie O'Donnell show? And I'd like pretend I'm on the Rosie O'Donnell show that, yeah. and she'd ask me questions. And then I get so excited. And then I'm like, 
it keeps 20 minutes later i'm like it's like literally like the 19 minute interview is over and i'm like uh, i'm wide awake <laughs> i just answered all her questions i mean i just don't have that experience because i like picture getting on survivor and stuff all the time and i'm like oh what would it be like on being the on marooning day like and i just like what's marooning day like the day where they start the game where you like get marooned and like okay jeff starts Mitch, the show. you're actually a psychopath <laughs> marooning day why are you even laughing as if they don't know that's an insane thing <laughs> I'm a stand. To say. that's what people call it the first day of survivor is called marooning day because you're getting marooned yeah don't look at me <laughs> like that's a normal thing to know like that it is, is if you're a fan there's the marooning there is, is called. no way there's <laughs> no way that people are like oh so what do you think about marooning up there is a way that people who are fans of survivor call it that that is insane okay so I don't understand how you can fall asleep if you're thinking about marooning day. Because I'm like, uh, I'm not exciting myself about a real event, even though I want it to happen. I'm just like playing out a scenario of what it would be like and then dreaming like through it. I have done this Survivor thing because whenever you do force me to watch Survivor, which happens sometimes and it is a great show when it's good and when it's bad, I hate it. (laughs) But, and I have truly gone through like, a challenge that I win on survivor and it does keep me up cause I'm so excited and I create like a narrative. It's so detailed that it's like, so the narrative is this I'm like on survivor and it's the first challenge and there's like all the bros and they're like so big and they're, and they're so big and jacked. And I'm literally like, Oh little old me, I'm gay. And I'm obviously going to vote all the bros out cause I'm going to be with the girlies. And it's like the first thing. And it's like kind of like a canoe. The tricky thing will be that a lot of times the girlies are cast and they're into the bros. They don't necessarily want to get rid of the bros. And this is my fantasy, Mitch. Yeah. Shut your mouth. No, but you got to think about that. You got to yeah. know that. No, I've I, seen, I've seen a gay on survivor deal with this and he was like, it's going to be the girls and the gays. And and then the girls were like, we like the boys. Yeah. I, I, I was be, like, that would suck. I would be voted out first for <laughs> sure. Cause I would be like, we're going against these bros. And then they'd be like, they're hot. We want to keep them. And I'd be like, I don't have another move. Yeah. And so if you're going to do that and they'd all be like, this gay guy over there wants you out. Exactly. Troy. And you're then screwed. they'd be like, the gay guy's gone. And I'd be like, see y'all. <laughs> but okay. In my fantasy, I'm on the canoe. It's, or sorry, it's like a canoe type challenge. And I'm like in the middle and all the bros, are, all so the bros, much. all the bros are like, like we got this. And then they're like so uneven and they're paddling so hard and our boat is not going straight. It's actually going zigzag. And I'm like, put me in the back. I got this. And then I like go to the back and I use my incredible steering skills. And then Jeff's like, Oh my God. Taekwondo has taken over. They're back in night. It seems like Greg has gotten the boat back on track. And then we like get the boat straight. And then we get to, um, the, what's it called? Fire. I guess it's marooning day. We got maroon, the beach, the beach. And then I'm with the girlies. I'm like, yeah, they're all brawn and they're, they're going to eat so much rice. Like, look at them. They're so big. Those guys are so like, <laughs> everyone's always like, the guys are so strong. It's like, you're stronger, Janice. You do F45. I can tell. Let's get rid of Troy. And then like, we like blindside Troy. And then I just do that over and over in my head. And this keeps you awake. And then I'm wide awake because I'm like, that's exciting. I'm even like, like you can tell from the way I'm speaking right now. I'm so excited. I can't believe I voted out Troy in a blindside first episode. So how the hell are you not like, how are you awake? I guess I mean, asleep. That like excitement stimulation doesn't wake me up. I don't know. I'm, I do think about kind of the same things, but mine will be like, I don't get to the result necessarily. I'm just more like living the experience. So it's not quite as like. High. Wait, you never go to tribal council in your head? Not really, no. Because, well, like maybe, but wow, anyway, this is I like, getting insane. No, <laughs> no, it's like, is it? Because I thought you were the insane one. I'm like, is it crazy that I go to tribal council? In yeah, my head? you don't even like the show. <laughs> I go to tribal council in my head, and Jeff's like asking, and he's like, "Do you know where the votes are?" And Troy's like, "Yeah, we know. We're getting rid of the old lady." And then I'm like, and he's like, "Greg, do you know where the votes are?" And I'm like, "I think tonight we're gonna really tell where lines have." fallen or wow whatever. that's a giveaway you gotta be careful at tribal tribal is where you gotta know how to say things without saying things and I would it be bad that. if i was like yeah the old lady's going home and just said that and then you wouldn't didn't. say that but you try to say it in a way that this the bros would think you're talking you'd be like it's important that we have a unified group and so i think that group has come to a consensus of who is most important to get rid of okay I've dreamt about that. I'm like, I'm like you've dreamt about <laughs> Because that. then it's satisfying when you're like, yeah. the bro is the most important. But when he hears yeah. that, he thinks I'm talking about the old lady that I'm obviously yeah. not voting against. <laughs> I could never go on that show. I would be so bad. I'd be like, I'm not voting it's against the old it's lady. It's a game. It's fun to find a way to make people like him think that you're with him with your words. And then it's actually the audience can see that you're talking about him. 
there's someone important we have to get rid of here and it just has to happen. And so it's important that we all agree. I don't want there to be a fracture and we're all on the same page. Wow. You really, you need to go on the track. <laughs> it is also so funny. I'd be like, I'd like be like, I'm actually tapping out of survivor. Cause there's not a white noise machine. I don't have my, <laughs> I don't have my earplugs or my eye mask. Actually, like, they oh. all use eye masks. They use their buffs as eye mask. I know that's that. true. Yeah. And the white noise would be the, no, be, white, the waves. Also Troy probably would be a snorer and that's how I'd get him out. I'd be like, come on, he's ruining all. I of mean, he slips. wouldn't probably be one, but like maybe, no, I'm just saying it's my <laughs> fantasy. And I'm like, I never thought of the person snoring. you want to keep is the snorer. Yeah. That's sometimes they literally vote out people cause they're bad. They're bad at night and they keep them up. Wow. But I mean, not, yeah, well we should do an episode on survivor. <laughs> yeah, I think we should. I, don't know how that would work, but coming up is our episode. Our I'll get Erica, the winner of Survivor yeah. 41, to come on the pod. Yeah. We can just like have a Survivor Yeah, chat. and I can ask really dumb questions that you guys look at me like, <laughs> you should know that. She's like, yeah, Greg, the marooning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, we have our up annual upcoming Pride episode where after Pride, we talk about all the damage we did to our brain. I'm oh, yeah. like So that. if we didn't get sleep like for one night, imagine what happens when we haven't got it for two or three in a row. I really want to do our Pride episode, like record it like the Sunday. At, no, the Monday because Sunday you're still partying after Pride. I'm going to be depressed. Actually show people what it does and how Pride is bad. <laughs> 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 like pride is actually bad for the LGBT for, for the, the brain yeah. for the brains of libidical quads. It's like LGB stands for brain. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not no actually, bi actually here, no bi erasure stands for bi-, bi people who I do think sometimes around pride are like hello and we're like <laughs> okay fine you can come and it's like that's problematic and we love all bi people. Yes. In all fact, right. I think I am bi. Maybe we should do an episode on that. Yeah. I want to make out with girls. Okay. Oh, you know what? Another episode. Can you write down that I saw something about? <laughs> Neurodivergency Because I saw a thing that was like Why are so many people quote unquote neurodivergent now I can't say that word Neurodivergent Um, It's a very hot topic And I thought that's a pretty fascinating question Is it like a real diagnosis That more people are properly being diagnosed with Hmm. Or are more people just like hearing about it And self-diagnosing Interesting I thought that was (laughs) I'm like I write down An episode on being neurodivergent And Greg wanting to make out with a girl (laughs) I'm kidding Okay. okay. Are we good for today? Um, Thanks for listening. Now you know, don't listen to white noise unless you are absolutely in need because it's too loud or something's disturbing you in your sleep. You are so annoying. And okay. We will going. not be adding white noise to our bedtime oh. routine unless absolutely necessary. Okay. Every night before bed, I'm going to scream the word survivor and see if you can <laughs> sleep. Okay. Bye. Good night. I mean, goodbye. <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit UH1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.